I'm going to totally edit this into the what have you been up to section of the... Website nerdappropriate.com. This is episode number 199, one before 200. Nine, 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 nine. And, uh, and uh, <laughs> we should call this, ep- we should call this episode one. No, no, <laughs> why do we always do that whenever it's a nine involved? We all nine. say nine in the most German, mm. anyways. I'm your host, Matt, and I'm Ash, and I'm Kate. Hey, hey we did it, we did it better without Scott here. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> So we have a we have a special guest host tonight, today. Yeah. It's tonight for us. Secret secrets yeah. unrevealed. It's still today, in California. Oh yeah, you weird West Coasters. I know. Why can't we all just be on the same time frame, man? I know. It's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> One that we do not have the answer to. <laughs> so Kate uh, Dollarhide is here with us today. Hello, Kate. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. I'm great, actually. Good, awesome, yeah. And obviously, from uh, you can tell, Scott is not here. He is out on a mission, <laughs> doing doing Scott stuff. Who knows? Maybe we'll tell you someday. <laughs> but Scott's not here right now. Let's do the rundown. So this week, we're actually going to talk a lot about Star Wars Celebration because a lot of Star Wars Celebration stuff dropped this week and it is uh, all pretty exciting we're going to talk a little bit about mortal Kombat x and how awesome it is that's a little bit of a spoiler um we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, uh superhero girls and uh, star wars battlefront so we got a lot of star warsy stuff this week and then we have a naquato as well we kind of asked you guys to um describe your favorite movie in a tweet uh mm-hmm. which is uh something that's very challenging to do and we got a lot of really funny and uh kind of confusing <laughs> responses to that one but uh we're gonna enjoy talking about that as well and uh this episode is brought to you by loot crate uh may's loot crate i got it today in the mail i think you already got yours right ash uh the april one right so or april about? rather yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so they haven't released may's yet but what we can tell you is that it's a box full of awesome every month that shows up at your door for a, a little monthly fee and uh this month i guess can we yeah i think we can it I, it's it's because yeah we can. It's been a week. We're so good. the April the April box was the fantasy theme box, and uh, you got a shirt. You got a, a cool D and D fifth edition or next edition uh, shirt. Mm-hmm. You got um, a the thing that the moment I opened it, I was like, I covered it up, and I was like, well, this is a thing Melissa's going to freak out about. But you get a nine and three quarters platform bag tag for your yeah, luggage. Christina lost her <gasps> lost her shit for that too. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then you got a few Game of Thrones things. One was an exclusive. It was like a, a I got the Stark family. Did you get Stark family? That's, that's what I got as well, yeah. yeah. Flash drive. Stark, Stark family flash drive and uh, a bunch of other stuff. A bow tie. A Pr- Princess bow bride tie. playing cards. Princess bride playing cards. Just a box full of fun things as yeah. we say. This one was exceptionally awesome. Like, it was put together really well. Yeah, this is a really, really like my wife and I open these together and we kind of like take turns, you know, reaching into the box. Gross, Ash. 
You know, we take turns <laughs> reaching into the box, if you know what I mean. Kate's <laughs> <laughs> hanging up right now. Okay. But Man, uh, that was enough. Yeah, all right. No, it was so, uh So head on over to, <laughs> since we're doing an ad. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> head on over to lootcrate.com slash rated na and put in the code rated na and you get ten percent off and you help out the we don't say this all the time but you help out the podcast and we need it. <laughs> <laughs> we do. <laughs> it helps keep the the proverbial lights on. So uh, go get a box of awesome for yourself every month at Loot Crate and help us out in the meantime. And we're gonna start off with the special guest Kate. What, what have you been up to? Oh well, as since uh, Pax. Since, oh, yeah, in the last five days. How many months has it been since PAX? One month. Oh, Two months? Like forever. Is it only one months. month? It was in March? Question mark? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It's, it's only been a month. month. That's a long-feeling month. Long month. Um, So I have been not working a lot. I quit my job, and I've been writing a lot. So. What? That's awesome. No. Hats off to you. That's Thank awesome. you. It's been very exciting and challenging, and uh, I'm really stoked. What kind of what kind of stuff are you writing? Out of curiosity, um, a few things. I've been working on some scripts to send to uh, to game companies, Sweet. and then um, short stories and stuff to send out to all of the science fiction fantasy journals, and then um, embarrassing stuff. I've been working on a lot of fan fiction, so there's nothing wrong with that. That's uh, you know a lot of a lot of people. Um, really use that to hone their skills so i think that's awesome yeah it's launched many the career indeed yep really helps me hone my um dialogue skills so that's yeah. good yeah friend of the podcast uh marissa meyer who's like new york times bestseller started out with sailor moon fanfic so yeah. really <laughs> yeah. yeah that's how she started oh my god i've probably read her stuff and didn't even know <laughs> probably, oh yeah. my god yeah she's awesome so what else what else has been going on writing Writing. Um, let's see. I've been working on a, a photo zine with my photo partner Finch, um, and that'll be out probably next so, week. Your Flickr is really good, by the way. Way better than mine has ever even <laughs> attempted to be. I still barely understand how it works because I'm old and it came around way too late for me. But uh, it's a terrible social network. You don't even know how it works. It's fine. is it a is it it's a, there's like a public URL right where people can go see your stuff? Is that a thing? Yeah, it's um, Flickr dot com slash photo slash Kate Dollarhide. I think. Cool. <clears throat> yeah, awesome. so I've been doing uh, film photography for probably the last three years, pretty much exclusively, and that's been super rewarding. So hey, you took some pictures for us at uh, Prime last year, and they were phenomenal. So that is a cool skill you have that I do not have. I like <laughs> I like cut people's faces off like completely when I take photos. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't. I thought you said you just cut people's faces off. Well, yeah, like, that, that that too. Ash, what do you do? <laughs> grizzly have either of you guys been playing bloodborne no oh my god it's is it ps4 only isn't it yeah oh yeah i ain't got no ps4 i do but i have not played it i've been god there. it's so good is it Ash, play it please i want to talk about it I'm, i'll play were it you a, uh were you a fan of the uh dead souls or dead right dark, dead Soul, dark, souls? dark souls demon souls no yeah. i actually had never played uh from software oh. that's the company i've never played one of their games before but um I was watching my husband play it and I was like, okay, maybe, maybe this is cool. Cause you're basically just like, it's really tactical. So you're just going around the levels, like figuring out, um, kind of like a stealth game, like enemy patrols. 
and best ways to take someone down and sneaking up on people and then just like bludgeoning them with an axe. It's so fun. That's huh. cool. I need, I need to check it out. Um, so yeah, that's, that's me. Sweet. Not doing much but you it. have, you have baseball written down. Are you a baseball fan? Oh my God. I'm a huge baseball fan. Are you really? Yes. Man. Dude, oh, and let's it's... uh let's box Ash out and just talk about sports for the next. Uh, <laughs> Do you like baseball? Yeah, I'm a Rays fan. Oh, well, it's required, man. <laughs> I, like I'm from yeah. Tampa. That's that's just how it goes. Ugh, God, I assume Dodgers it's the Giants for you. Or... No, Dodgers. Dodgers. And oh, they yeah, just got LA swept. Right they got swept by the Giants today. It's terrible. Uh, oh, did they? We yeah. got swept by the freaking Yankees. It's gross. gross. I know. <laughs> They're having like the worst season they've ever had, and we got beat three out of three out of three. Yeah, no, that's how it was with the Giants, man. Trash team, and they just yeah wrecked us. Fucking A Rod, the cheater A Rod. By the way, I don't understand what any of this means. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna start a new. We're gonna we're gonna call it Ballcast. It's gonna be our new yeah our new podcast. This is the only sport I watch. I'll draw the logo for you guys for Ballcast. Okay. We'll have we'll have That's yeah we can do. That's good. Go for That'd it. Be great, Ash. It needs to have it needs to have um, at least one ball and yeah. and a bat. So I, think that... <laughs> I think I can pull this one off. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. I got That's it. Definitely in your wheelhouse. <laughs> oh. Well, awesome. I I didn't know you were a baseball fan, so now we can talk baseball too. Yeah. yeah. So Kate, you get to elect who goes next. Uh Matt Hey, because we're your best new new best friends. New best friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I feel like I haven't been on in a long time because my internet decided to not work last podcast. Yeah, you were uh, getting mighty pissed. I was not having a lot of fun that evening. <laughs> um, I also spent like an hour on Tier One support service with Time Warner, which was oh. not the Ooh, greatest yeah. time I've ever had in my life. Yeah, uh, that's that's a form of torture. Absolutely, it really is. Because they don't like, they don't give a fuck. But no. they're like they're being nice. Like she, it's not her fault. My internet's out, you know. And like she has borderline zero power to fix it for me. They're they're just there to make sure that like I'm not calling in and they're like, is the cable plugged in? You know, like that. <laughs> yeah. Kind of stuff. yeah, yeah. So I get it, but it still was just like, oh god, it was so painful. So I wasn't on, but um, I mean, I don't know. I can't. Mine will go forever if I do everything. TV's back. Yay! So I get to watch Louie and Game of Thrones and and what else is on Silicon Valley, which is friggin' hilarious and and a great oh, show. It's, it's so, so good. good. I love and, Silicon and Valley. We talk about you know we don't rep you know I don't know how we don't promote other podcasts all the time, but the three guys were on um, or all four of them actually it was Martin Starr. Uh, oh God, I'm not gonna remember all their names. Martin Starr, Middle Ditch, and Nanjiani. Middle Ditch. Yep, Nanjiani and uh, TJ um, Blaskowitz. T- yes, TJ Blaskowitz. Sure, <laughs> <That's> uh, <laughs> they were all on. They were on Comedy Bang Bang podcast. Oh, cool. Oh. What I didn't know was that Tom Middlevich is like, or Middleditch is like a supreme improv guy. Like that's that's literally where he came out of. It's what he does, and he is feasibly one of the best i've ever heard do it he rolls with everything and they're just like throwing stuff at him and he'll just start doing a voice and just going like this long form story about his care this crazy character he made up named tommy tortellini and like <laughs> it, it's absolutely ludicrous and if you've never listened to comedy bang bang it's probably the one episode you should listen to because those four I guys actually are just listened to middle ditch on um 
Kevin Pereira's podcast, The Pointless oh, yeah? Podcast. He was on it, I think, like two weeks ago, and I just listened to that. So he is super funny. He's really funny. And, and, a, it's we- and a big gamer, too. It's weird. Yeah, he is. And oh, he does like a Twitch. He's a Twitch channel, too. Yeah. That's awesome. You should get him on the show. Get him on the show. Ash, get him on the show. All right. Done. <laughs> <laughs> He's only on a massive HBO show. Just get him on us. <laughs> put him on us. All right. I believe um, I've done that. What else did I do? I played a bunch of Mortal Kombat. I picked that up, which we'll talk about later. I watched the Batman and Robin animated series or animated movie. Have you guys watched that? I have not seen it yet. No, it's uh, it's like rentable, I think, right now. But um, it's based on the run that when the New Fifty Two happened, right before it, I think, or no, right after it, the new Batman and Robin series that came out from the New Fifty Two. Uh, it's based on that time, that run with like the Society of the Owls or whatever. I don't remember the exact name, but it's it's a uh, it's good. It's good. It's weird. It's it's kind of that. Remember when Wolverine, that Wolverine X-Men, like kind of anime-ish cartoon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that style. So like the art is very sort of anime, but not quite anime, which is weird. It's weird to see a slightly Asian Batman. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little strange, right? It's just weird. Like it's not bad or good, but it's not like of the quality of most anime, like animation quality, you know, but also not like the... I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but it was it was decent. Um, what else? Oh, I got a new phone. I'm part of hey. the stupid iPhone clan now that all you people are. Welcome. <laughs> and the thing about the iPhones, I don't know if there is like actual like allegiance. Like none of us are like we're iPhone bros. I don't think that really happens. Are you kidding me? I don't. I don't really talk to other people. What world do you live in? <laughs> you don't well, think people take allegiance with the phone that they own? Uh, I, oh, I do people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, <laughs> maybe I just know a lot of Android partisans, but oh, yes. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. It's like that's all people do. Why do you think people wait in line, like sleep out in front of Apple stores to it's get the like new? It's like the whole like Sony Microsoft thing. I could I could just care less. It's like it ar- is artificial it's, rivalry. It is exactly that. It's Apple versus Google. Yeah. Or more more appropriate more appropriately Samsung versus Apple, which is what I think everybody gets in the in the old. The old Android thing. They sell millions of those Samsung phones. And Melissa almost got one. And I was like, I'm just going to say a couple words to you. And it's Comic-Con group messaging. (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, And for those that don't know, I don't know if I've ever told this story, but we have a group of us that go to Comic-Con every year. And we have this, like, long-running group message from Comic-Con, the group. And it, like... When we're out at the con, everybody uses it to talk to each other. We use it to plan, like, getting tickets. We use it to plan getting hotels. It's just used all the time between, was there five of us in it or six of us? Yeah, five or six of us. If you were the only Android on a group message with four or five iPhones, it's <laughs> <laughs> the most painful thing ever. I would be hours behind the conversation. My messages would be coming in, like, an hour and a half after everybody sent them. And then I would reply, and then I'd get these weird, like, What the huh? fuck are you, you talking, talking about? <laughs> Like and because they, they're like way out of sync, I would think I'm replying to the thing Ash just said, but like he'd be like the next like an hour later he would have been like butts and farts, and then I'd be like yeah I'm good with that, and you're like you're good with butts and farts, and I'm like oh Jesus like what is happening? So I just stopped replying. I would literally message Melissa and tell her to send my response. I'd be like Melissa just respond saying that we're just gonna do this hotel, and she'd be like okay, and she'd write into the message. It's oh my it's terrible. It is a terrible experience. And it felt like being browbeaten into getting an iPhone, like is essentially what happened at the yeah. end of the day. So, 
Well, I'm at least not, you'll I'm, get all the apps when they come out. Yeah, you know, it's fine. It's it's a it's a perfectly serviceable phone. It takes good pictures, which is nice. I've never had a good picture phone before. You have that slow mo you were bragging about. I got slow mo, which I haven't used at all yet. And uh you know, otherwise it's a phone, so that's good. Cool. And then uh I think that's it. I don't know what else I've done. It's been two weeks. I worked a lot because we like to say that, but I have. That's fun. Ash, what have you been up to? Uh I too have been working quite a bit. Um it's been kind of fun though. I do fun stuff now, so that's cool. Um not gonna elaborate on that quite quite yet. <laughs> Uh, uh, I played a lot of Mortal Kombat X, which is which turns out I think this is my favorite Mortal Kombat. I'm really enjoying it's it. Really good. It's really good. This like the com the fighting system. I don't know if I'm using the right terminology. I'm sure fighting game fans will be like, it's not called a fighting system, but the <laughs> the system now it, it it feels just perfect. It's a nice blend of I feel like the the Street Fighter mechanics and the Mortal Kombat mechanics. So there's a lot of you know, Mortal Kombat, at least originally when I was a young kid in the arcades playing, it was a lot of um, back forward A or back forward mm-hmm. punch. Now there's a lot of uh, kind of Ryu moves as well. So like, uh, you know, um, stick rolls and button presses and things like that. And they were in the original Mortal Kombat as well, but just not as prevalent as the yeah. the back and forth moves. So um, I feel like the moves are a lot easier to pull off. The specials are easy to pull off. The fatalities are incredibly brutal, but really fun and um, it just feels very balanced and, uh, you know, it's super, super polished. I don't know if I've ever played a fighting game that's quite as polished as Mortal Kombat X. So I've been playing that a lot. Um, they actually play it at lunch at work, which is really cool. So yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah it's like I'll go in there during lunch. There'll be like four or five guys standing around with like the projector in Mortal Kombat and I'll, I'll get a couple rounds in before I eat or something. So that's that's pretty cool. Um I got kind of like bombarded by Star Wars Celebration stuff in a good way. And it seemed like Celebration was really pretty awesome this year. So, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about a lot of the news. But it just seemed like everyone – the energy level was really, really high. And there was I don't know why. I don't get it. Is something going on? Yeah, like this is a great year for Star Wars fans. (laughs) I mean it's just so much awesome stuff coming out, um, including, you know, Battlefront and and all that. So I'm excited to talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Show's been really good, like Matt said. Uh, I don't know if you if you guys watched Shield this week, but Shield's really oh, awesome. Shield's good. Yeah. Oh, Daredevil. so good. Good lord, so much stuff. Oh, I know it's right it's now. amazing. And even um, last week's Game of Thrones, I'm not going to spoil anything at all, but I feel like it was far superior to the season than the season premiere. It was, oh, definitely. Was, it was boring, right? Are we all? I I was, was really bored during the premiere. I was just like, there's literally I could have summarized that season premiere in one sentence, like. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like a it was like a catch up episode, but episode two I, I felt like it was much better. So um, I that still was awesome. episode two was still like I liked it; it was good, mm-hmm. but it still felt a little like laggy, a little like okay, what are we doing this season? And and I'm wondering if that's just me because I've read a bunch of reviews that are like, oh, it's great. This is like the greatest show ever yeah. created. I'm like, yeah. okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, everyone. Well, everyone's always been kind of spread out, but it, it feels like there isn't a a big like overall kind of push. This like you know, because last season you were building up to all the shit with the the wildlings and the wall and and all that. And now it's like okay, well, all that's over. So where do you go? You know. You know what I think part of it is, and I don't. This isn't spoilery at all. It's just that they've kind of like it's like we've talked about in the past. There's so many friggin' characters in that story. That they have to literally just like sideline some of them. They're just like, well, 
this guy is over here now. <laughs> like, yeah. And you're, we'll check in in a few episodes, but just trust that he's he's walking. All right, he's walking somewhere for a while. <laughs> right? and, Absolutely. And they've sort of sidelined Daenerys, sort of in a weird way, for a long time. Like, yes, she's been doing stuff, but it's been so remote this from is every five though. Like. She has just been wandering around. That's what I mean. So like she's just, yeah. she's, she's been doing stuff, but it's all been like remote. Like it's all like way out. Like they they refer to it as if it's just like on another planet to the yeah. where they're, they're talking, and like now they're trying to like it seems like they're trying to be like she's the focus, and you're like yeah. oh okay, well is she still nowhere. like way over in another country doing nothing? Yeah, like yeah, so good times. But um, I don't know. That good wasn't spoilery, was it? Do no, I have to do all that when I edit this? No, you're good. You're good to go. But um, let's take a quick break and come back and talk about a bunch of news. How's that sound? Let's do it. News. <laughs> okay, we're back with some news. And I think the biggest news that happened since we last recorded is the, the new Star Wars trailer actually dropped. And uh, I think universally this is – it, it kind of went down as being an amazing trailer. I haven't heard anyone say that the trailer sucked. So that's kind of a first for the internet. <laughs> Especially since the teaser got like, you know, insane pounds of hate. This one was like, oh, cool. Yes. Bored. Yeah. So I, I want to ask you guys quickly, um, where did you guys watch this and what were your initial impressions? Where were you I was at? in my office. Yes. And working on work because mm-hmm. that's what you do in offices. And I turned on the old Apple TV and watched it on the Apple trailers thing, I think. I think that's it. I either watched it there or on YouTube, one of the two. I did not watch it live because Scott posted it live, didn't he? Uh, he may have. I didn't watch it live either. I was I was in a meeting. Yeah, I was doing other stuff, but I watched it there. And then everybody was like, what? It's up? And I said, yeah. And then everybody else slowly, all of the TVs in the office came on and watched the Star Wars trailer one by one. So. Yep. Hmm. How about you, Kate? Do you remember where you were when the Star Wars trailer came out? No. It was like it was like 36 hours before I saw it. Um, I've never been like a super huge Star Wars fan, so I wasn't in a hurry. And yeah. after the initial announcement kerfuffle, I wasn't like super jazzed to find out what was going on in Star Wars land. But I was really pleasantly surprised. It looks like it's going to be a super fun movie. Yeah, it does look like fun. Absolutely. That J.J. Abrams makes super fun movies. He if does. nothing else, it will just be an enjoyable romp through the Star Wars world. I agree. That works for me. Yeah. That that uh, Chrome Stormtrooper is is has me intrigued. I'm Didn't interested. Scott already know who it was or something? I feel like <laughs> no. Yeah, he said it's uh, Brienne of Tarth under there. <laughs> was that what he said? <gasps> yeah, yeah. It's uh, what's her name? Gwen- Gwendolyn Christie is uh, the Chrome Stormtrooper. Really? Who I guess is like what i read is like some elite like stealth trooper her armor can actually go like predator style uh, she leads like this you know elite band of stormtroopers to do cool stuff so that's huh. pretty cool right no tri-saber though right no no more we didn't see any lightsabers i don't think in this i one, think there we? was a little like a flash of one because they did show they did show the the main uh bad dude or what we think is the oh, main yeah. bad dude and everyone's like oh it looks like he's wearing darth revan's armor from uh the old republic yeah. So there was a lot of that, a lot of that buzz that, you know, but the thing about that is they kind of like, they kind of retconned all that old Republic stuff just in the past few weeks are like, yeah, the, the Bioware stuff didn't really happen. Yeah. So oh. yeah. Well, Disney's got to own it, man. It's true. They got to own that background stuff. Um, 
I thought it was good though. Like I thought it was fun. I think it'll be like you know, like we said, I think it'll be a fun movie. I, I'm not really. I don't know. For some reason, that team has never concerned me. Whereas a lot of people were like, oh, I don't know, and I'm like, well, it seems like a good. He makes yeah. good movies and. I feel like the leadership at Disney is really, really strong right now. Like, I'm not worried about anything they get their hands on. You know, I'm just really not. They they seem to just, uh, you know, surround themselves with with top tier. I was always weirded out by that notion. Like when they bought Marvel and everybody was like, oh, they're going to crush the creativity of Marvel. And I was like, Disney is like, yeah. <laughs> like, are we all talking about the same company? Yeah, it's not like, like Burger King bought fucking Marvel. <laughs> like, like... Walmart bought Marvel. Oh, you're like, oh, oh no. no. <laughs> I was like, what? why would Disney crush? Like, like, that's a weird sentiment to have about a company that's done nothing but put creativity and like lasting characters into the world. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I don't have any issues with it. Let's talk about this next one because I, you were the one who put people were unimpressed and I'm the one who added and impressed to the news story. Yeah, well, so the, we're talking about the Batman versus Superman trailer. Uh, initially, it leaked. Um, in Spanish. In Spanish. And it was like a horrible <laughs> like cell phone video from a theater. <laughs> like it was all at an angle and like wobbly. And it yeah. went all up. Oh, that poor son of a bitch. Like whoever posted that is is essentially when they find him, he's fucking dead. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so because I think what it turned into was a moment for DC and Warner Brothers to do the right thing, which is go like, oh, well, we'll just put the trailer out then. You know, like, there's no point in like, we're just gonna leave this crappy version up on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we might as well release the real thing and just let people see it because otherwise, it's like everybody's judging off this little piece of junk video. So yeah, yeah. So they did end up releasing the full thing like later that evening, I think, right? It was like, basically later that I'm night. I'm just picturing like the DC offices when that trailer leaked, though. It probably looked like like, oh, a, no. sto- like a stock market office like during the Great Depression. <laughs> like, no, people hurling themselves from the windows and like fires in trash cans, <laughs> just like insanity. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was all hands on deck. I, I'm sure there was an email chain that started that day that was like nine miles long that just like no one knew how to respond to it without getting yelled at. You know, they're just like, oh Jesus, can I just don't don't put me on this email chain? Yeah. Oh Jesus. But so did you watch? Did you guys watch it? I did see it. Yeah. I didn't. Okay. You did not. Um. So I mean, my initial impressions, like, it, I don't know. I I'm. It's hard. I say unimpressed because. <laughs> nothing really happens in the trailer. It is really a teaser. So they show you, you know, they show you really uh, Batman for the first time. Um, They show you kind of uh, a little bit of the, the Frank Miller esque world that's being created because it's supposed to be a lot like dark Knight uh, returns. So it, it kind of felt a little bit like that, but at the same time, it was such a teaser that I felt that it left a little bit to be desired. Like there just wasn't really a whole lot to go on, you know? I, uh, that's fine. I feel like that sentiment's totally warranted. The one that I don't like is, uh, another dark DC movie. Like, don't they get it? Marvel's winning the war. And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, yeah. I'm like, well, why can't they have, like, Batman made a billion dollars three times over. I'm pretty sure they're not, like, terrible at what they're doing. And even mm-hmm. as much as people might shit on it, Man of Steel made 600 and something million dollars. Like, it oh, yeah. wasn't, like, oh, wow. some tiny movie. It was humongous. So, like, to me, it's okay if DC does darker-tinged movies, especially with Batman involved. Like, that's that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't understand so why like... there needs to be a war. Cause, like, well, because, like, it's just more awesome, fun content to well, check out. 
as we said earlier, like you're either an Android person or an Apple person. <laughs> you either like Xbox or you like PS4, and you either like DC or you like Marvel. You can't like all of them. It's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the world. But yeah, I agree. It was very teasery, and like if it had just come out as a teaser, I think it, people probably would have still shit on it. I'm sure, but like yeah. watched it and then gone like, okay, cool. Like waiting for the trailer. You know, it's kind of the same way the Star Wars when the initial teaser came out, everybody was like, okay, I don't know what I just watched. Yeah. So we did get I'm to excited. see a glimpse of the Batman robot suit, though, which it is looked pre- pretty cool, pretty sweet. And like, like we've been saying all along, Zack Snyder makes gorgeous movies. Like at the very least, this movie will be gorgeous with great fight scenes in it. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> it might be if he wrote, he didn't write it, though, right? It's Christian or Christopher Nolan's brother wrote it or whatever with, uh, I think so. Yeah. So the writing might be good too. Like if if he gets paired with a good writer, like Dawn of the Dead era, you know Zack Snyder, like the movies end up being very good. So I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm see. not worried about it. I wasn't unimpressed, but I also wasn't like Ryan watched it like seven times and was dissecting it and telling me all these things about it. He's like <laughs> one and a half minutes in, there's a sniper rifle and Batman's holding it, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> what does that mean? I'm like, I have no idea what it means. <laughs> like, he holds a rifle in the comic for like a minute, I think. Like, I'm not yeah. sure. There so. is that scene at the end um, when he has the armor on and it's Green Arrow that shoots Superman with the the Kryptonite arrow. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. So that's obviously not going to happen because they said no Green Arrow. No but green maybe arrow. maybe Aquaman will like pop out of a fucking fountain and like <laughs> <laughs> fountain. He just travels through all waterways no matter what. He'll dunk Superman into like a Kryptonite bucket. <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out a way for all this to work, you know? Like, uh, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, I have a feeling those characters are just going to, like, barely show up, right? Like, they're, like, it's going to be like Batman planning his how I'm going to take out all these super-powered people kind of thing. And they're yeah. just going to half show up just so they can be like, Justice League's next. Don't worry, everybody. And then move on from this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we'll see. We will see. More trailers. Yay, trailers. This is like a, tra- like, let's talk about trailers. <laughs> the trailer cast. But there are a lot of big trailers this week. Um, Star Wars Battlefront put out their, it's not really a cinematic trailer. I guess it kind of was. It was all done in engine, in the Frostbite engine. Mm-hmm. Um, and they came out with a release date, which is going to be November the 7th, which is uh, always a very popular time for games to come out. Uh, but Battlefront is showing off what it's got. And it looks awesome. It takes place during um, the, uh, the the old, the old, mid trilogy yeah, yeah <laughs> so yeah. episode what six is when it's taking place yeah so vader's loved, around boba fett's if, around we have to say this because he's not he's not here right now but i loved that when i shared it with you guys scott was like wholly unimpressed that there was zero gameplay a year <laughs> out from the movie the game coming out or <laughs> yeah. whatever he was like no gameplay call me when there's gameplay and i'm like oh jesus <laughs> And I, I got all like technical. I'm like, I'm sure the UI is not complete yet, Scott. And I'm sure the gun models are not yet modeled. <laughs> this is what we talk about like, every day, like, by the I way. I like they had shooty things and the guys in the forest. <laughs> like, <that laughs> sure, it looks good. No, but this looks awesome. Obviously, we're all going to play the, the shit out of this. Um, yeah. It's it's going to be interesting, you know, uh, to see how many modes are there. Um, I'm hearing that there are going to be tie-ins with the movie. Um Supposedly the uh, God, I can't remember the name of the planet that was from sort the of trailer. Yoda-esque, Kate. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. This is. 
Um, <laughs> but no, the planet, the the sand planet from the trailer is also going to be featured in Star Wars Battlefront. So you know the one with the big uh, Star Destroyer crashed the on soccer it. Ball, soccer ball, oh, soccer ball droid. Yeah, Tatooine. that no, the not Tatooine sand planet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess we're going to find out how all those Star Destroyers crash and shit in Battlefront, which is pretty cool. So I, I like that doing that. But um, obviously very excited. Good year for games, and uh, this yeah. one's going to be good as well. Let's talk about Mr. Nick Offerman, who is one of my favorite people. Okay. Yeah, um, Nick Offerman's going to be hosting the Nebulas, which is super exciting. Um, the Nebulas are a science fiction and fantasy award given by the uh, Science Fiction and Fantasy Writers of America. So that's like the interest group for professional writers of speculative fiction. And Nick's going to be the Toastmaster at this year's Nebulas. That's crazy. That's Where awesome. do these take place? Um, Chicago. Oh, okay. That's That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm sure the tickets are all sold out by now, but I guess he's a lifelong fan of science fiction. I had no idea. Really? Yeah. yeah. Get him on the show, Kate. Yeah, yeah. I'll just call him up. <laughs> <laughs> we like science fiction. He likes science fiction. It's a match made in heaven. It is. He's not busy or anything or super no. famous. Parks and Recreation's over. He can come on. What was yeah, he just? Got... He was just on what uh, Letterman, I think, a couple nights ago. So, he's... so the next step is nerd appropriate. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so do they do they do they like webcast this at all or anything or no? Yeah, I think it's usually live. Yeah. Um, I'm not. You know, I never watch the Nebulas. I just hear about it. Later. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. It's it'll be a a fun year for science fiction and fantasy awards. That's cool. That's awesome. So, I mean, I pardon my ignorance with this, but are the Nebulas like the Oscars for science fiction? Like, is this like a big fucking deal? I would say it's a medium deal. So it's like a, it's like a Golden Globe. <laughs> yeah, totally. But 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 better than an MTV Movie Award. Right. That's like the Locus Award. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the big deal is the what? The Hugo's. The Hugo's. Is that the one okay. with all the controversy involved right now, or is it these? Yes. Yeah. The Hugo's the Hugo. is. He goes the award that Worldcon gives out. Oh, okay. I was reading about this the other day that there's like a huge amount of stuff going around with the Hugos right now that is weird that I only partially understood. I guess the voting is getting like skewed really easily. Yeah, I mean, I know you guys like to keep it positive on the podcast and not invoke. Um, oh yeah, this the dreaded the... G. The oh dreaded yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah so, sorry, um, I couldn't remember so... that. Discuss offline. Gilbert <laughs> Godfrey. Later. We don't Gilbert talk Godfrey. about Gilbert Godfrey on the show. If you want to know, just, just Google Gilbert Godfrey. That was hard to say. And it is. you'll find out what we're talking about. Yep. Okay. Well, that's fine. Well, these sound fun because Nick Offerman's hosting and he's hilarious. He is. Yeah. He's the man now, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's been a long day. <laughs> I just channeled uh, a meme from like 2004. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's where my brain is. Sorry. So this last bit, is this just on here because we have a girl on the show right now? No. I know. I'm kidding. I that on there. It was a joke, everybody. Come Ayo. on. I saw this news earlier that uh, DC, you, who put this on? Who wants to talk about I it? I didn't put it on. Um, I put it on, but oh. I don't know a whole lot about comic books. Oh, well, we can all talk about it. Yeah. I mean, I was excited to see it. Um, so basically, DC, WB, and Mattel are partnering to release a whole series of like toys, clothes, TV stuff, digital content, whatever, um, centered around superhero girls. 
Oh, the cat's yeah. trumpet. Ugh. Um, and so it's like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, Bat Girl, Supergirl. It looks like um, Wonder Woman. Poison Ivy, Wonder Woman. Yep. Sweet. Yeah. Our so. Twin. I know I mean, that's that's a huge problem. Um, I see people tweet about this all the time that they'll release a line for say like you know Avengers: Age of Ultron toys, and the whole line will be all of the Avengers except for Black Widow. So yeah. like like yeah. this is this is a big problem that mm-hmm. that exists because I feel like the old mentality is that girls don't don't play with superhero toys, but I don't think that is the reality anymore. It might have been you know in in the seventies and the eighties when there was this like. You know, toys were basically specifically catered to a specific gender, but I don't really feel like that's the case. So I think and this isn't so this isn't just toys. I think they're doing like, um, if I remember when I read it, they're doing like TV shows and and some digital stuff. I think some comics possibly around it too. This is like a full DC initiative to make you know girl friendly. That's like a weird way to put it, but content for aimed more towards girls essentially. Yeah. To be more inclusive, I think, is like the, the also, overall goal, you know? I wanted to ask, because I've seen all these characters before. They're all dressed a lot more than I usually see them, which is weird, right? <laughs> yeah, funny. well, I, I think it's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, like, it's like somebody woke up and they looked around and they're like, maybe they just don't get along with these characters because they don't really understand why they're wearing nothing in all of the comics we put them in. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. I think it's awesome. Any initiative to, especially they're aimed more like at a younger audience too, I believe, but mm-hmm. anything that can aim more towards getting not only younger readers into comics, but also like younger girls into comics, I think is awesome. I feel like I'd love to be able to buy my niece stuff that she connects with, you know, that's incredible. So yeah, yeah. I'm all for it. Cool. Well, let's take a quick break and come back and do some reviews of uh, Mortal Kombat. And I uh, can't say any of these, Kate. Can you say them? <laughs> sure. Um, mobile game called Neko Atsumi and an anime called Ori Monogatari. Gazunta. <laughs> <laughs> So we're back, and we're going to talk about Mortal Kombat X. I thought you are going to initiate it like a fight. Like, fight! Fight! (laughs) Sorry. Um, (laughs) So Mortal Mortal Kombat X is out, and this is another one of those games where I I wasn't going to buy it. And then it was literally 11.30, and I was laying in bed, and I'm like, fuck, Mortal Kombat comes out tomorrow. And I'm like, Goro's the pre-order bonus. I'm like, if 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 I get up now... And I run and I buy it, then I'll get Goro when I when I inevitably buy this fucking game. So I like literally jumped out of bed and ran to my to my console and and purchased Mortal Kombat X. And then I've been playing the crap out of it. It is really fun. It it's is just super playable. It like, is really really playable. Um, I think there are something to the effect of twenty twenty six characters right now, um, and they're adding more all the time. So if you got the the pre order stuff and um i guess the the season pass i'm using finger quotes that you can't see because this is an audio show but if you get the season pass they're going to be unleashing more characters like the predator from the predator um jason Voorhees from uh friday the 13th and then then of course uh more mortal Kombat characters like baraka and uh rain yeah i noticed baraka was was missing he's missing right baraka's not in here it's strange and a lot of the characters you'll actually see if you play all the way through the single player 
yeah campaign they'll pop up and some of them you can even fight against they're just not controllable right now Which, so they're gonna they're gonna so, do some so we've talked about this in the past i'm i'm the one who played a lot of mortal Kombat. it was actually the first i think video game i bought with my own money if i remember the story correctly yeah i remember you telling that story sure on genesis and uh and so i've i've had a lot i end up buying every single mortal Kombat that comes out i don't even always enjoy them i just end up <laughs> getting them for whatever reason yeah and I actually got this after you because you got it and you were like, I'm playing the crap out of this game. And I'm like, I got it. I'm just going to go buy it. So I bought it online and started playing it. The single player, this has got to be the best single player campaign ever in a Mortal Kombat game. It's really like, good, isn't it? It, has it like, is really good. Really long cinematics and all the fights are cool. I like but it. The writing's great. The voice acting's good. The stories are like, like the whole thing feels like an actual story and campaign as opposed to... The old ones used to try to like jam story into this yeah, like, yeah. weird campaign mode, and you'd like maybe play through it once, and then you're just like, I don't, what am I doing? Like this isn't any fun at all. But this is like this is significantly better. I was really shocked. I was blown away by it. Yeah, yeah. Let me look up the voice cast because um, this is gonna blow your mind at who's actually in this movie or who's in this game. game. Who's in this yeah. game? Uh, Troy Baker. Okay, <laughs> who plays? <laughs> he plays Aaron Black. Uh, Steve Bloom. He plays Reptile in Sub-Zero. Uh, Ashley Birch plays Cassie Cage. Yeah. Um, fucking Carl Weathers from Rocky. Carl plays, Weathers. Plays Jax. Oh my uh, God. Jennifer Hale is in this as Tanya. Trisha Helfer's in it as Sonya Blade. What? It's got Kelly Who from fucking X-Men plays yeah. Sindel. It has like the best voice cast. So even if you um, even if you don't give a shit about Mortal Kombat and you just want a really fun like kung fu science fiction story because it's got like like magic and guns and spaceships yeah. and shit if you just want to see something crazy for like a 10 hour story with great voice acting mortal Kombat. i'm telling they, you they for really sure cool. they for sure wrenched up the kung fu of it which is what i think makes the campaign so much fun is that it feels like watching like a like a kung fu movie of sorts mm-hmm so like that and it is you know bombastic and sort of out there and like a little crazy and and, but done in the right way like i feel like they finally figured out what the story was of like a mortal Kombat game you know just like goofy and fun but but done well you know not just so bad that you're like what am i playing which was like the sub-zero do you remember the sub-zero game that came out on the playstation i I never actually played it but i I do i do remember it (laughs) but it's cool. But yeah, they, they do really so neat tower stuff. Tower mode is still around. Um, they've still got uh, the. Did you play a bunch of multiplayer or no? Um, I did. I played not a lot online. Only a handful of matches online because I was having some latency issues, which oh, I know yeah. they were having like in the first uh, week. So I kind of bowed out of playing against other people. But I played a lot of the the different tower matches. And the thing that's cool about the tower matches this time is the they can basically be randomly generated, uh, like the different. I guess parameters of the fight can be randomly generated. So sometimes there'll be like lightning falling from the sky or you'll have uh, poisoned attacks or whatever. And you can basically hit a tower that will be different every single time, which yeah. is really cool. And then did you understand, or I guess the best way to put it is, can you explain in, in some understandable way how the factions work and how you can actually level, you're leveling a faction and your character while you're playing? Yeah, Correct. so there it's cool. So you um you have a, a level that you get from competing in any kind of match. So you get experience points and you level up. You unlock different badges and different um, backgrounds and stuff like that. Um, and then you also select a faction, and faction is like the team that you fight for. So you can fight for like special forces, 
or you can fight for um I'm going to get the factions wrong so sorry it's but like you special can fight... forces uh oh Jesus you just yeah I'm going to like blank on all now Lung, Lung Kuei, I think is like Scorpion, yeah. Scorpion's faction and but then anyways... there's like the magic wielding ones which is all uh it's Lin Kuei. that's what it is yeah uh, White Lotus, Lin Kuei. I'm pulling this from memory, so I apologize. But um, so yeah, you choose a faction, and then you actually gain experience for that faction as well. And then you can unlock different fatalities that are specific to that faction. So like for instance, um, you can like you know have someone throw daggers that'll cut someone's head off, or do like a uh, um an airstrike or something on, per- yeah. on a person, or throw grenades on a person. But um, there's also faction challenges that will net you rewards if your faction wins for that week. So you'll gain experience for your faction. If you do the faction fatalities, you'll get extra experience. And at the end of the week, you get a little email that says, hey, your faction won or lost. Here are the prizes that you got. Yeah. And you'll get like new avatars or you know experience points or whatever. So they did some stuff to try and um, enhance the longevity of this, which I really like for a fighting game. So it's not just you can't it's not just fighting against other people online. There's literally like a dozen different modes you can do at any time, which is super cool. Yeah, and I think that's really what the kicker was for me was that they moved out of this like, oh, it's a competition game, you know, like fight other people kind of thing and into, oh, well, we're going to add some sort of like surrounding game so you're not just playing the tower over and over and over again and mm-hmm. like not doing anything else in here. So I, I was – and it's gorgeous too, we should say. The settings are all really awesome. They're interactive now. You can pick up pieces from the stage and throw them or jump off of them and all this other stuff. It's neat, right? Um, Have you yeah, thrown the old lady yet? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. There's there's an old lady that's standing in this courtyard and you can run up to her and literally pick her up by the ankles and like hurl her at someone. <laughs> which is, <laughs> which is just great. It it really is and the the character animations are are awesome and just, you know, the whole thing is is I'm really I'm floored by the by the how well this came out especially with this little i don't feel like they pushed it that hard either like i don't feel like they did either i mean it's getting reviewed very well which is great um i know the pc versions had some problems um because it was obviously designed for console and then i think ported over for pc so they're having some issues but um you know it's still getting really really well reviewed and uh i don't feel like it was pushed all that much yeah me either which is too bad, but maybe it'll yeah. still do well enough. I think it, it will. So. I mean, it's Mortal Kombat. Maybe they just felt like we just have to slap Mortal Kombat on a game and people will buy it, you know? Yeah. And this time they focused on also putting a game together, which is mm. nice. Yeah, I agree. So, awesome. Yeah. This is awesome. I'm into it. Are you going to Ninja Ooh. Vanish now, Matt? I am going to Ninja Vanish. All right, man. Cloud, cloud I- sound effect. I- <laughs> Later, man. Have fun. All right, guys. See you Bye. later. All right. Sorry, I have to dump out. It's all right. All right. We're, we're almost done. Okay. All right. So, Kate, tell Yo. me about Nico Atsume and Ori Monogatare. <laughs> Good job, Ash. Was it all right? Yeah, yeah. It's um, like a C minus. <laughs> so, um, Neko Atsume is this crazy addicting um, mobile game for iOS and Android. It's a Japanese game. I don't think there's an English translation of it yet. You just have to type in Neko in your um, your phone's app store search bar thing, and the game will come up. Um, basically, the goal is to collect cats. <laughs> That's wow. it. So you get um, a house with a little backyard. Over time, you collect fish, and you gather fish, I guess, by cats showing up to your house. It's not totally clear to me. but um, That's what happens IRL. 
Yeah, they bring you fish <laughs> and dead mice. And, All the time. Yeah. So you use the fish to buy things for the cats, which attracts new and different kinds of cats. For example, I put out a baseball and then a little cat in a baseball jersey and a hat with a bat came and started hanging out at my house. So that was amazing. Um, and that's that's basically the whole game. You collect items and then you collect cats. You take pictures of the cats and you live a happy cat filled so life. So what, what is this for again? Is this an iOS game? Yeah, it's iOS and, um, and Android. Android. Huh. And it's taken Twitter by storm. <laughs> <laughs> it's taken Twitter by storm. So so what what the, the whole goal is to collect adorable cats. Adorable cats. Are, so there are there there are different types of cats. Is that like the whole thing is sort of like a Pokemon type thing where you're collecting different ones or is it just numerical? Like I want a thousand cats. Oh no, it's it's all different cats. I think there's oh, okay. probably so like, there's like you know like maybe pirate cat. Okay. Yeah, yeah, there's there's some really crazy ones. Um I've seen like totally ridiculous cats. There's like a fat cat that'll show up and eat all the cat food and mm-hmm. it just like lays there next to the bowl covered in food. It's beautiful. That is beautiful. That's yeah. awesome. And it it's available now. Yeah, available now. Um I think it might be free. I don't remember. But um, it's one of those things, you know, you load it up, you look at the cats for a couple minutes, and then you come back three hours later to see what's going on. <laughs> oh, so it has, like, <laughs> it has energy or time attached to it? Um, can you, like, of. can I you mean, buy, can you buy, like, more cat biscuits or something? Yeah, What do cats yeah. eat? Do cats eat? They don't eat biscuits, do they? Do you not have cats? I'm <laughs> deathly allergic. I have no idea. They're, they're oh, like... Oh, my God. <laughs> they're like my enemies in life. <laughs> Cats can eat a lot of things. I know but... no, I know nothing of these creatures. <laughs> yeah, you can feed them like canned food or kibble or a plate of sashimi or whatever. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's just a really fun, relaxing sort of check in every once in a while. Nice, nice style game. Those yeah, are, those can be fun. Well, tell me about um, Ore Monogatare. E. Oh, e. It's, a, it's an E, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So so uh, Ore Monogatari is a manga and an anime um i believe the manga is just starting to be translated into english and then the anime is airing on um crunchyroll i think okay so um airing as with subs so it's the story of a young man in high school who is like humongously tall and really buff and just not the um the dreamy male protagonist that you usually find in anime okay and he meets a young girl on the train who is being molested by a creep and rescues her. And then um, she falls in love with him, but he thinks that she's in love with his best friend. So he's constantly trying to hook them up. And that's like the first episode of the show. And so it's a comedy slice of life romance anime. And it's and hilarious. See, like I, I, it's been a really long time since I've watched anime, but if, if I'm looking for, Maybe something different. This might be something I'd like. Yeah, if you're looking for something that's less like, um, I don't even want to tell you like the last shit that I watched because I'll totally date myself. But it, it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> I think probably everyone's familiar with like Dragon Ball Z or Gundam Wing, and yeah, are, like, like I watched these... all of Evangelion and like Blue Seed and Giant Robo and like all these from like the late '90s. You know. Yeah, totally. So those are like. Really emotional, (laughs) yeah, yeah, emotional, action-oriented animes that are for generally young men. Mm. So 
this is um I don't know if this is technically aimed at women. I don't know if it's shoujo, but yeah. um, it's more like if you're looking for a comedy, something that's fun and easy to watch, this would be a huge divergence from like the mecha anime genre. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, that's awesome. I'm sure we have a lot of listeners that'll totally, totally dig that. Yeah, I'll be it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's cool that you know, there's so much out there that. Unfortunately, we don't get a chance to touch on on the show because all of our tastes after four and a half years of doing this have kind of blended. Converged, we, we, yeah. Oh, yeah. We all like the same shit. I mean, obviously, you know, we're all still very, very different. Uh, but at the same time, like none of us would have ever picked this out. So it, it is cool. <laughs> it is cool to have something different on. So that's awesome. Yeah. So awesome. I recommend it for someone looking for something fun. Awesome. Well, let's take a quick break and then we're going to come back and talk about the nerd appropriate question of the week, which is – uh. Can you describe your favorite movie in 140 characters or less? And some of you guys did. And then we're going to kind of try and horribly guess uh, your answer or your questions, <laughs> which are really hard. So. back with our nerd appropriate question of the week and this week we asked you guys uh in honor of next week's netflix game can you describe your favorite movie in 140 characters or less uh next week we have a, a very special episode it's episode 200 of rated na um neither matt nor scott are here right now to, to celebrate the jubilation but it's going to be a pretty fun episode we actually had um a big giant netflix game with uh with our buddy nate hales and Mylan Fitzwater Barrows and of course Kate Dollarhide and and Matt and Scott and it was a, a Netflix game extravaganza that you'll hear on episode 200 but uh, sort of in honor of that to get you guys prepped we had you guys kind of uh, create your own Netflix game style questions or I guess topics right I guess that's the right way to say it. so um, this one is from super elusive man who's at david schultz one on twitter and he says uh guy's friend gets eaten by a shark guy wants to blow up shark guy shoots pirate guy doesn't want to blow up shark guy cries <laughs> <laughs> and i think that one's probably one of the easier ones and that is jaws <laughs> jaws <laughs> yeah this is a pretty easy one why don't you go ahead and take oh, the next so one good, Sure. Um, this one's from Justin Banks at Midtown 583. It started with a cabin in the woods, which led to a shopping mart, then back in time to a medieval castle. Boomstick. Yeah, this one is uh, the, the Evil Dead trilogy. It's the Evil Dead trilogy. So Evil oh my Dead. god, I've never seen those. Oh my gosh, you absolutely have to. You have to see those immediately. Especially <sighs> Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness. Add those to your list. Alright. They're good things. Writing it down. Yeah. This one I have no fucking clue, but um, this is from Haggis McHaggis. He says, uh, a guy fights a bunch of people for his one true love. No jetpacks. The fighting a bunch of people for the true love could be literally anything. The That's no, like any movie. Yeah, but the no <laughs> jetpacks is what is throwing me because it's sort of like Ghostbusters and they say don't think of anything. When he says no jetpacks, I instantly start thinking of movies with jetpacks. So I'm like, well, what, what is this? So if anyone out there is listening to this and wants to tell at Nerd Appropriate what the fuck movie Haggis McHaggis is talking about, <laughs> please let us know because I have no idea. No jetpacks. Guy fights a bunch of people for his one true love. No jetpacks. I can um, only think of one movie with a jetpack in it. 
Rocketeer, right? Rocketeer, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's all I, I kept thinking of fucking Rocketeer with this, this question, so I don't know. All right, you're up. All right, this is from Fluffy Battle Kitten at Diagonalogue. Is that a Harry Potter reference? Maybe. Diagonalogue? Um, I don't know. Uh, problems arise at an animal theme park. This is like a subgenre of movie. I know. It really is. Uh, this could be Jurassic Park, which I guess they're technically animals, right? Are they? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, <laughs> I bet this is Jurassic Park. It's probably Jurassic Park. We'll go with that. We'll go with Jurassic Park. Um, uh, Kyle Holt. All right. In a world where bu- bureaucracy supplants progress, one office worker literally meets the woman of his dreams. I have no idea what this one is. <laughs> no, neither do I. Bureaucracy supplants progress. One officer. Oh, hold on. Bowers doing Bower things. Stop it, Bower. One office worker literally meets the woman of his dreams. Yeah, I have no clue. You have no clue either? No. All right. Take the next one. All right. Andrew Baker, A. Baker N7, Plato's Cave. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really bad at this. Do you know what this one is? No, I have no idea. I have no idea what this is either. Guys, we're terrible. I'm sorry. Plato's Cave. That's not a really good. Don't come at me with like Greek philosophy. I'm not going to be able to participate. (laughs) I used to teach this shit. I still have no idea what he's talking about. Oh, Um, man. All right. Aaron. Oh, go ahead. ahead. No, I don't know. I just thought of a play. Not the same thing. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Aaron Devella at Aaron Devella on Twitter says stranded in the rain, a couple crashes and out of the world bash that leaves their minds and clothes in an altered state. This one I'm intrigued by. Stranded in the rain, a couple crashes an out-of-this-world bash that leaves their mind in clothes in an altered state. Man. I don't, this actually sounds like a Netflix description. It does. This one sounds really like a Netflix description. Stranded in the rain, a couple crashes an out-of-this-world bash that leaves their minds in clothes in an altered state. I'm trying to think of movies where people are stranded in the rain. Yeah, that's the one that's really tough. Yeah. Their minds and their clothes. Is it like a, a time travel movie, perhaps? <sighs> I have no idea. I'll, I'll read it over and over again. I'm thinking of movies where people are stranded in the rain. Then I'm thinking about people with their clothes getting screwed up. All I'm thinking of is Return of the Living Dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's wrong, but that's my answer. All right. Whose turn is it? Is it mine? Yours? I think it's yours. It's, it's mine. Uh, right. This is Robert Fringring at Mr. Slick. Uh, detective tells a criminal that he's questioning, convince me. Mm, this is Usual Suspects. I remember that. Yeah. Usual Suspects. Good one, Robert. Um, this one's Karsten Peterson, who's at Scared Nave on Twitter, says, weird girl gets in an accident, meets strange guy who then robs a bank. In the end, a bus is driving away. <laughs> <laughs> Man, weird girl gets in an accident, meets strange guy who then robs a bank, and in the end, a bus is driving away. I thought this was Garden State at first, but I don't think they rob a bank. Yeah, I thought this was Point of No Return, but that doesn't happen. I don't think it. She gets in an accident. She loses her memory. She meets a strange guy. That happens in Point of No Return. Don't know if the bank robbery happens. I don't know about the bus. <laughs> it's been too long. So, Carson, you're going to have to tell us what the hell the answer is, or our listeners, please. Go for it. Uh, oh, is it my turn? All right. Um, the Paragade. 
there was a ring, fingers were bitten off, and there were wizards. I think that's Lord of the Rings, that's right? Lord yeah. of the Rings. Okay. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> I was like, oh, I have no confidence anymore. Um, next one is from Nat at Stumpy Nat on Twitter. Uh, hers is just Orca, and I believe that is the film Orca. <laughs> or Free Willy. Or it could be Free Willy. Yeah, Free Willy is an Orca. A classic. Yeah. Orca is an old horror movie from like the 80s that was trying to compete with Jaws. That was just about an like, oh, we're going to make a Jaws, but with like a bigger fish thing. <laughs> Are you like a horror movie aficionado? Yeah, so when I was a kid, um, I grew up on the, an island, not like a stranded island, but an island. And uh, there was a video store there a couple miles from my house. And they gave me a, a rental card <laughs> when I was like seven. And oh. I and I rented all of the all of the horror films in the whole place. So um, I've seen like almost every horror film from like 19, like 75 to about 1989. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. <laughs> and then I kind of dropped off, but I've seen a lot of old horror films for sure. Yeah. Okay. Up next is uh, Bethany W at Hemi art. Ooh, Do you know I, that one? I feel like I should know what that is. <laughs> that's uh, it's Disney Robin Hood with the, with the fox. Oh, thank you. Okay. You See, I, I wasn't a big Disney kid because I was watching orcas eating people and shit. <laughs> so, like, my wife knows all the all the Disney stuff completely. Like, and I don't know any of it. And so I'll be like, yeah, that movie, like, with the chainsaw. And she'll be like, yeah, Oodalali. Or, you know, and I don't. <laughs> I, it's totally, yeah. All right. Next is uh, Millie Gribben, who's at Millie Gribben on Twitter. Says, uh, one ring to rule them all. Thank you for an easy one. It's <laughs> Lord of the Rings. <laughs> all right. Last but not least. Gamer MD83, a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. The end. Oh, thank you for another easy one. Yeah. That's the old Star Wars. Um, yeah, all right. So thank you guys so much. And, and thank you, Kate, for coming on episode 199 of the Rated NA podcast. Um, as per usual, you can find us on Twitter, and that's at Nerd Appropriate. You can go to our Facebook page, and that's slash Nerd Appropriate. Um, you know, find us wherever you can find podcasts like iTunes and give us an old rating. And, uh, we'll be back next week with episode 200, the grand spectacular 200. And Kate, where can people find you on the social medias? Oh yeah. Um, I'm at Twitter at Kate D that's a K E I G H T D E E. Awesome. Yep. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.
hey, hey. <laughs> oh boy, I'll delete that. 